0: Welcome to another episode of the weekly regular. My name is As- Oops. Wow, my name is Asan. I don't know my own name. Um, and I'm joined once again by Derek Nickel. What's up, Derek? Hey, man. How's it that going? That was um, that
1: was a fun way to get started today.
0: Yeah, it's very early
1: for this. <laughs> it's. I woke up even earlier to watch the episode of what we're talking about today, and so oh. I'm already like, I don't know what's happening today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very it's after. early. Got back in got in last night at uh like midnight last night and then went straight to bed and then woke up this morning and was like, all right, it's weekly regular time.
0: <laughs> were you uh were you working? That's you were working late, that's what happened? No, no. Um, oh, you're AJ still off of work, him. right?
1: He, what's up? You're still off of work. Yeah, right? I'm still off of work. Okay. I have an appointment today, I think. Yeah, today. That I gotcha. need to go and we'll see. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, yeah. AJ's has a AJ was teaching a class, okay, up in uh, Santa Barbara,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so we went up there for the week for uh, for the night, uh-huh. and um yeah, and then we just late night drove back after a class got got in late uh, like midnight. So
0: man, that is a haul. How long did that take?
1: Four hours on the way up, and then three, two and a half, three on the way down.
0: Okay,
1: it's it depends on when you drive it. It that's can be true. either harrowing or <laughs> a really nice drive.
0: Yeah, or buckle up. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: we're gonna we're gonna get some miles going here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna tear the 101 a new one. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Oh, well, we did last night. Yeah, I bet. Um, well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Little get, got to see the, the the coastline a little bit. Yeah, driving up and down.
1: In my old stomping grounds you know
0: exactly exactly all right um what did i what what what, did you do this week what did i do this week i'm i'm well um let me look at my calendar it's been one of those weeks where i don't know what i've done at all um let's see what did i do oh um i guess yeah that's funny we can talk about that i um last so this past week i um it was four twenty last Wednesday.
1: Yes, it was, uh,
0: and I was part of a comedy festival that was put on in Hollywood called "I'm Too and High." Uh, I wanted to
1: go to that so bad.
0: Yeah, it is. It was a great show. Uh, the the show "I'm Too and High" is like a it's an improv show that um, a couple of buddies of mine have done for years. But they decided this year to, to like throw a festival where they had like multiple comedy shows happen. And they asked oh, cool. me to, to DJ for the festival. So that was a lot of fun. Not only um, did you
1: get to DJ, I watched you body slam a dude into a table while wearing a luchador mask. And that's probably the favorite thing I've ever watched you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could feel the joy emanating <laughs> off of you through my Instagram feed where it's like he is in heaven right now.
0: Um I I know what you're referring to. I maintain that that was not me. It was um, not you. Oh. It was not me. It was not that you. That was uh that was somebody else. I don't know what happened. I just remember arguing with a guy and then I kind of blacked out from there and then whatever happened happened. So, uh Fair. But I did see the footage afterwards and it was a pretty great choke slam and uh the 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 US senator who got choke slammed uh didn't did, a, did an amazing job uh getting jokes slammed
1: <laughs> they did i was very i watched it multiple times specifically to watch them take the take the hit it was like they did a great job
0: mm-hmm. yeah no that, well, that, if it wasn't was a you
1: whoever it was seemed like they were having a an absolute blast
0: yeah we'll see if we'll see if that guy makes a return um but yeah that was it was it was a lot of fun to be a part of that show and um yeah hopefully we do it again next year next 420 if we remember get it because we're stoners all right (laughs) uh let's let's dive in our Um, memories
1: are terrible
0: (laughs) the thc oh
1: no (laughs) we're just happy all the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. bummer
0: um at what point did you realize that shaggy from scooby-doo was a pothead
1: oh um like the minute i smoked my first joint (laughs)
0: <laughs> you're like ah it, scooby-doo makes total sense now <laughs> no it,
1: it, truthfully it was the first high thought i ever remember having
0: that's funny um i was in
1: high school and my buddies and i um scrounged up and bought some weed through my friend's older brother and mm-hmm. um who was a, we were freshmen in high school he was a junior mm-hmm. um so we hit up um we hit up my, my buddy's the older brother to get us some weed and we sat mm-hmm. in his room and started smoking and that was literally we were watching scooby-doo and that was literally the first high thought i ever had yeah was i sat there and I was sitting in a haze and I was about to take another hit and I went, "You guys, Shaggy's a pothead."
0: <laughs>
1: and everybody was like, "Whoa." And that's what then because those are the kind of revelations you have when you're 14 and you're high. Yeah.
0: So like, I don't know at what point I realized, but it was I feel like it was much later than 14. Like I feel like it just never occurred to me. Um what's funny is like I think in so many ways, TV has – and just entertainment in general and society in general has become much more, um, you know, progressive or, mm-hmm. or, or liberal or accepting of, of marijuana use. Whatever way you want to – whatever word you want to use. Like, obviously, we're much more accepting of that. Like, it's in movies. Totally. It's, I mean, there's whole movies about it and stuff like that. But, like, today I don't think you could get away <laughs> with having a kid show – where one of the characters is just constantly high all the time. Oh, heck no. So it's such a weird thing that that happened in, like, the 60s with with (laughs) Scooby-Doo, but, like, you couldn't really do that now. No. I think it was because, like, people... I wonder if, like, adults in the 60s, when that show... I think that show was on in the 60s. Yeah, 60s, 70s. Yeah. I wonder if adults at that time knew that shaggy was supposed to be high all the time well asan you did if you were cool <laughs> that's true <laughs> and ultimately that is the case with most most things in life you are aware of it if you are cool
1: yes because drugs are cool and now i sound like a walking anti-dare ad from my
0: childhood <laughs> which is These what we will put will on just your give
1: you drugs on the street <laughs> really that's awesome
0: <laughs> I'm going to put that on your uh I'm going to put that on your If I outlive you, I'm going to put that on your gravestone. He was a walking anti-dare ad. That would be perfect and we
1: both know you're going to outlive me because I live on stress. <laughs> yeah. Stress is not good. Stress is the fuel that keeps me alive.
0: <laughs> my <laughs> my baseline is kind of like a roller coaster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's exhausting,
0: but it's yeah. me. It's exhausting, but it's what it's all I know. <laughs> no, but we're working on that. We are, we are. I have a new therapist and it's going to be a good time. No, no, but we are in therapy. Did you see the photo
1: speaking of my, my new potential therapist? Did you see the photo I sent you the other day of him?
0: Yeah, he looks like a cool guy. Well,
1: he looks like a stern principal. It's great.
0: Yeah. Nick, Get in here. Looks like a it looks like a like a like a character actor headshot like Here's if I want to get cast as a principal, <laughs>
1: exactly, or a stern police chief.
0: Yeah, I, I took some of those headshots uh, a couple years ago. I should send them to you. Like I, I have my like it. my sitcom look where I'm like, hey, I'm a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I mean business, but Did only do... a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's Making responsible up yeah. to
1: a point, and yeah. that's where the show gets fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um cool you ready to dive into some some movie stuff let's talk
1: about some pop culture stuff
0: all right um there's a movie with uh again it's very early um there's a movie with we're uh, doing our best guys (laughs) oh actually you know where i think we should start um did Mm. we did we have we talked about netflix at all
1: we haven't discussed netflix at all
0: let's start there so yeah I just think it's interesting. There's a lot of conversation going on mm-hmm. around Netflix because Netflix seems to be struggling a bit. Um, they've lost a, a huge, like they had a valuation recently and lost like forty billion dollars worth of value to the company, and you know. And I think that 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 headline has spurred a lot of conversation. I guess, what's your opinion on Netflix as a as a service so far? Their content and like, what do you think they should do? The kind of turn the ship around if that's even possible.
1: Well, if they want to turn the ship around, they should stop making only two seasons of TV shows and then moving on. Yeah. (laughs) you got to stick with some projects. You can't Mm -hmm. just say yes to everything. Part of the reason why successful television happens on other networks is because they say no to things. Mm Mm-hmm. They pass on projects that aren't that are half baked or aren't quite, or they work with the people to get them up to where they should be. Yes. Netflix isn't doing that. Netflix is come as you are. We'll take it. We're not going to workshop it with you. We're just going to give you money. You get to put it on screen, and we'll see if it works. But it doesn't matter because we'll cancel you in two seasons anyway. Right. Yeah. That is what I see as being the biggest, mm-hmm. the biggest thing that Netflix can do is say no to content right now. Mm-hmm. Because they have, it is such a. As far as it, as far as the service goes, like the actual usage of the service is very good. Like the streaming content, everything. It's like you and I were complaining about Disney Plus right before we started recording, right? Mm-hmm. Disney Plus freezes. Netflix doesn't freeze. I haven't really had a problem with Netflix for the most part. Yeah. But my my issues with Netflix come. I'm never on Netflix anymore. Right. I'll watch it for Stranger Things, but even the other day when they were like, yeah, we're going to crack down on password sharing, I'm like, I have a free account, but I don't know if I even care anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're just – they're not churning out any hits, and the big ones Mm -hmm. that they do churn out that are – and I'm putting this in quotes for the listeners – hits aren't (laughs) that good. Yeah. Like, Red Notice was awful.
0: Yeah, I I haven't watched it. I I keep telling myself I should watch that, but I I, I haven't watched it. See, that's it yet. what
1: I did. I said I should watch that, and then AJ was out of town one weekend, and well, <laughs> I had partaken in what our previous topic was. Did, yeah, went out mm-hmm. back and smoked a joint and was like, mm-hmm. I think I'm in the perfect headspace for Red Notice, mm-hmm. and I was not. It was not good.
0: Yeah. Um. I so I'm <laughs> speaking specifically about Red Notice. I like Ryan Reynolds. Like I like him. I do a lot. too. Um, but there's something about the idea of red notice that just feels like it would be too much Ryan Reynolds. It is. Cause whenever so whenever Ryan Reynolds is in a movie with other big stars, like he's always like, I feel like the directors are like, Okay, we don't need you to really like act in this movie because we have a lot of movie stars in this. So just kind of be Ryan Reynolds the whole time. Mm-hmm and when when it's that version of Ryan Reynolds i think that when ryan reynolds is part of an ensemble i think he's at his worst you know what i mean i,
1: I agree when he is he's a leading man when mm-hmm. he's allowed to lead and do his thing and he's the only guy on screen he's yeah. great the minute you have to put him in an ensemble he becomes the annoying chirpy adhd kid in the class that you're like dude you're funny but shut up
0: yeah we get it you're glib yes you know? <laughs>
1: Please stop beating us over the head with your glibness. <laughs> yeah,
0: we get it. Nothing matters to you, and you think everything's a joke. You're so freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, um, totally. I, I think I think um, Ryan Reynolds is at his best when he's like being a genuine person, like sixty percent of the time, and then like forty percent is like the Ryan Reynolds like glib, funny guy routine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Um it, yeah, so like that's the reason like red notice I'm just like do I care enough, you know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> so the answer is no. No. <laughs> Unfortunately not.
1: Unfortunately not. I wish I did. I wish I liked it. Yeah. I want to like every movie I watch, but the fact of the matter is it's just not going to happen.
0: Yeah, I feel like with with The Rock and and um uh, Ryan Reynolds, you Here's just kind of have thing. to. You kind of have to just choose one. You this have is to either going to be a rock movie or it's going to be a Ryan Reynolds movie. The movie, movie I- felt <laughs> too full. Uh huh.
1: And I couldn't even tell yeah. you what the plot was about because I was too distracted by like what was going on with the two massive personalities on screen and Gal Gadot caught in the middle somehow. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, what what is happening? Like there's <laughs> too much, much there's too yeah. much man in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There really is. And Dwayne Johnson is utilized, but he's not even utilized in a way that makes sense and that's mm-hmm. like and is successful. It's it's a very frustrating movie because you have all the parts that should work. Yeah. And that just doesn't.
0: And I think it it's putting the rock opposite Ryan Reynolds is a big ask because I think The Rock is at his best when he's allowed to be like The Rock is a funny guy. He's a he's a funny charismatic guy. I think The Rock is at his best when he's being sort of the stern badass, but like his stern badassery is is like allows for the humor. Mm-hmm. Like The Rock, I don't really want to watch him play against a like funny guy. Like I want The Rock to be the funny guy because of how stern he is, right? And like, it, I could just imagine it being very exhausting if it's like Ryan Reynolds doing the Ryan Reynolds thing and The Rock, you know, doing the Rock thing, but like neither of them is kind of bringing out the best in each other because no. they're like kind of fighting for charisma, you know? Th- like that's
1: what it is. You're yeah. watching them fight for charisma, uh, yeah. charisma dominance on screen, uh-huh. yeah, and it's very awkward, yeah. It's yep. a little where I'm like, oh, good, more of this and less of the movie. Okay, so yeah.
0: what so w- Have you ever seen The Hitman's Bodyguard? Yes, I have. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that movie. That movie's fun. Th- that's a better pairing, for sure. Yeah. The sequel better, is not better good. <laughs> it's not? No, I turned it off after, oh, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> bummer. I
1: was going to watch it tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not great.
1: Oh, um, man, that sucks. Yeah, it's
0: kind of boring. No! Yeah.
1: That's the yeah. biggest sin a movie can create.
0: Can commit is being boring. Yeah, I'd rather i rather a movie be terrible than boring.
1: Oh, terrible and entertaining is way better than boring. Yes,
0: um, I mean that's but,
1: why I like Nicolas Cage so much.
0: <laughs> totally. Yeah, <laughs> Nicolas Cage never delivers a boring film.
1: <laughs> he does not. Even no, ever. Even we watched. So my buddy Nick and I have been going through through um, Nicolas Cage movies. Like he'll come over like every other mm-hmm. week or something like that, and we'll sit down and we'll watch one. And we watched Grand Isle. No, we watched, um, Oh shoot. I can't remember what the name of it, but he like takes over this motel and this, these weird things happen, but like nothing actually happens. And then the movie Mm. just kind of ends and it looks like it was made. It has like stark red, like, um, font on the screen. That's doing like swooping in towards this, towards like their screen and like stop, like enlarging. Mm -hmm. It's like all of the after effects were used in the opening title (laughs) sequence. Yeah. And it's, and nothing happens for the first like twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and then still nothing happens, and then stuff starts to happen, and in the last fifteen minutes, you're like, "What yeah. the heck is happening?"
0: Yeah, uh, but still,
1: movie movies boring, weird, off-putting, but yeah. not boring. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was slow. It was a super slow mm-hmm. movie, slow burn, but it was not boring.
0: Yeah, because, that's why I haven't you know. watched um, Death on the Nile yet because that mm. also is like, I'm like. This looks kind of boring. <laughs> don't.
1: Here's the thing. It is okay. <laughs> Mid, uh, Murder on the Orient Express is much better.
0: Yeah, I like that yeah, one. You saw that one? Yes, yeah, I did like that, that one. I love yeah. that
1: one. Um, Death on the Nile. It's it's more of the same, but not in the way you want it to be. Okay, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's less like like it's just I don't know. There's just Part of half of me too was just distracted by the fact that Army Hammer was on screen, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah you joked about cannibalism and rape. Like you're <laughs> yeah. a horrible person." Yeah, this was the last movie you did before your career <laughs> fell apart.
0: Yeah, I wonder if there was ever a conversation about can we just cut his character out?
1: <laughs> oh, here's the thing: I bet you they thought about rotoscoping him out of it, but yeah you would need to put somebody else in his place and reshoots mm-hmm. and all that kind of yeah, stuff I'm so sure I'm like that it's was just cheaper money. to leave it yeah. in and take the bullet and be like yep he's a weird person and we're done with him. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um so so real quick cuz I don't want to get bogged down here but um <laughs> yeah. so my my thoughts on Netflix I yeah, think Yeah, please, sorry. So I think Netflix um I think their greatest weakness I think they're poised to make a really good comeback if they're if they're interested in it and if yeah. they know what they're doing. Because I think Netflix's greatest weakness um could turn out to be their greatest strength. Cause the one thing that they don't have that the other streaming services have is Netflix it it, it either produces or acquires all of its own content, mm-hmm. right? it doesn't have partnerships with studios it's not like a hulu no. or like a disney plus so there's not like a there's not like a bat catalog of stuff they can just pull from mm-hmm. and i think netflix in its early days like when it when it really hit the sh- like when the netflix boom really happened like took off and the streaming became the main thing and they were just like there was new stuff all the time stranger things is a hit like mm-hmm. all of these shows all these movies and stuff like they had the marvel shows all that kind of stuff i think what Netflix did, they they swung really hard by, like, we're just going to spend a ton of money. Yeah. We're going to make everything. We're going to buy wall, everything. Whatever sticks, make yeah. it. Yep. Right. And I think that served them well at the beginning because we're like, ooh, there's so much stuff here. Mm-hmm. And I think the the problem is, like... Now there is no there's like almost no curation process of their content. Like it's just kind of (laughs) exact same
1: thing and use the exact same word. They need a curator.
0: Yeah. They need someone to curate the shows and they and they need they don't advertise really. Like they need to advertise their stuff more. Like I I would say like at this point they should like cut their production budget by a significant amount. Um focus focus that money on projects that they really believe in. And then use the rest of that to advertise and really, like, get their their stuff out there. Because mm-hmm. there's stuff that drops all the time on Netflix, and I have no clue. And I'm just a, like, oh, what is this? No clue.
1: You know? B, no care. Exactly. Because I know it's going to be done in two seasons. Why do yeah. I want to start a show that's going to be over in two seasons? Yeah. The only other show that's on there that I'll still watch is uh, Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. And I'll keep watching that show because mm-hmm. it's awesome. But like. Mm-hmm it fills a hole in my soul (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but like stranger things is literally literally the only other thing that and reruns of forged in fire that's what Mm -hmm. i watched on netflix Mm -hmm. i don't watch any of their other original new content yeah like just yeah it's so sad because like you said they started out so strong Mm -hmm. and then they just it's like been watching a balloon slowly deflate in the sun Mm -hmm. You know, it starts to get now we're at the point where Netflix is tiny and it started to be shriveled and like the stretch marks are starting to show and like it's starting to look a little ragged because it's just been sitting outside for a while. And you're like, there's dust on it. It's like, oh, bud, we got to like breathe new life into
0: you. Yep. Um, Okay, let's get into some some movie news. Uh, I think we've ranted against Netflix enough. Um, I'm going to see if I can share my screen. There's a um, there's a trailer uh, for a new Tom Hiddleston film. Mm. Called the Essex Serpent. Have you heard of this? No. Okay.
1: Did you see? There's a new trailer for the Black Phone with Ethan Hawke, where he plays that weird serial killer, and that phone has the dead kids inside of it. <laughs> no. There's a new trailer for it. Ah. <laughs> That's the only way I know how to describe that movie.
0: Yeah. Um. I like Ethan Hawke. I'm glad he's it, it, like still doing stuff and like he seems like he's going through like a like not a career renaissance because i don't think he ever had a lull in his career no, i don't think so either but um i just i just like that he's in stuff
1: yeah i'm glad um, he's starting to come back more he did a lot of like direct to like streaming releases mm-hmm. for a little while
0: mm-hmm. so okay
1: okay the essex serpent oh it's a period piece
0: it is um let
1: me see. oh it's on apple tv which means i won't watch it
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: It's not that I have anything against Apple TV. I just don't have Apple TV. Gotcha. So I'm just like, well, I probably won't see it then. Yeah,
0: I got someone's Apple TV login, so I, I've been using it. it oh, good some, for you. There's some decent stuff on there. Um, we started, Everybody um,
1: keeps screaming in my face about Ted Lasso.
0: Ted Lasso is good.
1: I hear, I know Ted Lasso's good. Every, there's been enough people that I trust to tell me that Ted Lasso's good, but mm-hmm. I just...
0: Sorry, I'm trying to pause this, but it's like not letting me for some reason. Hold on. It looks great. Oh, it's based on a novel. Hold on, let me see if, that, if it'll let me... Okay, there we go. Okay, so yes, it's based on a novel, so yeah, we can kind of narrate this. There's a... Uh,
1: There's a moor, or a bog, if you will,
0: <laughs> a and a bog. horse and
1: a carriage riding alongside of it on a road that's running perpendicular to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is being I didn't weird. know if you
1: wanted me to go in-depth on the description to describe every scene in detail. Yeah, please
0: describe it like a Bob Ross painting. <laughs>
1: Okay, perfect. Well, there's a lot of happy mounds in the bog. Um, that's yeah. the dry area, and then there's the wet area. That's a, That's more of a muddy brown, but not a sad muddy brown. More of a more of a neutral muddy brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and always make your trees look happy.
0: Yep. Um, Bob Ross. I don't know Love why that this is. Hold on. Let me see. I don't know why it won't let me. Uh... Something's being weird with the, uh, the browser. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it was getting a little squirrely. Okay, I'm going to start this over. Okay. Uh, take let's two. see. Okay, take 2 everyone. All right. Okay. Based on a novel. Great. A sea creature's been spotted. Oh, is this a Loch Ness monster movie kind of but it but in England? <laughs> oh. Got Claire Danes. I'm down Uh uh-huh he plays a priest okay yeah he's like a priest it's very old-timey and there's a lot of like mystery in this trailer like is this a real beast or is it just their paranoia
1: right and it seems like they're bringing arguments whether god is real
0: Mm -hmm. it's one of those movies where like it doesn't really matter if the creature's real. It's more about the people's relationships. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Which is, I like, guess, how you make a, a good
1: movie. I'm like, uh, this isn't a movie about a serpent. This is no, a movie no. about people. It's about we people. are the serpent. Yeah,
0: the serpent. We are all the of Essex serpent. Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of like um.
1: Ooh, some dark, sexy times. Yep. It looked like Tom Hiddleston and Claire Danes, so that'll be fun.
0: I'm a getting like a. I'm getting like uh the almost like the village vibes. Yeah, <laughs> without the plot twist at the end. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm into this. Oh, you know what it might be? What?
1: The Essex Serpent might be a self-possessed woman that doesn't really believe in God and like kind of turns society on its head, so like everybody views her as like the you know, the Adam and Eve. Yeah. Serpent temptation thing. I don't know. I'm grasping at straws here, but it looks like one of those where it's yeah.
0: Yeah. This okay. woman wants to wear pants. Yeah. It looks good. I mean, it looks like it sh- shot well. It looks like everyone showed up. There's a lot. Oh, the it looks cinematography, like they a lot of money. Yeah. Cinematography looks great. Oh, it's like a love story. Ew. I was looking to see if there was a uh this description. Yeah, so um uh, features a widow as she tries to investigate the rumors behind the existence of a mystical beast mythical beast sorry which has been terrifying the residents of a small town it also highlights the forbidden romance between the widow and the small town's
1: now, master a song oh
0: yeah it's all about original sin and whatnot
1: i'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that the relationship is uh more of the focus of the movie and we don't really ever get to find out if the serpent's real or not
0: yeah I, I am gonna go ahead and uh, agree with you on that. I feel like there's uh, gonna be a real
1: big like. Who cares? Let's be in love.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, my favorite studio uh, working right now, uh, A24 has oh. uh, a new comedy, a new horror. A24 comedy. has been killing Dude, it. They've been crushing it. Destroy like like a tank. Yes. Uh, like
1: everything they do. The and they have such a like. I don't know how they do it, but every single one of their movies, the minute a trailer comes on, I'm like, "Oh, that's an A24 movie."
0: Yeah, there's something about the look, like, right? Yeah, it's it, there's something about the mood, the atmosphere, the score. Like, there's something about it that, like, you're like, "Oh, it's, it's an A24 movie." It's like mm-hmm. becoming a genre, you know? It is.
1: They're their own genre now. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be sitting in the theater and be like, "I bet I would bet my entire year's salary this is an A24 <laughs> movie," and it usually is right.
0: Totally. <laughs> um they have a horror comedy coming called Bodies Bodies Bodies. Um it features a wealthy child uh wait. Uh features ch- wealthy childhood friends as they throw a party at a remote mansion. It teases the crazy things and arguments that will happen to them after playing their favorite game uh which will somehow lead to a murder. All right. AKA uh, check out who gets to this. kiss
1: Pete Davidson?
0: Yes, exactly. I think Pete Davidson is probably going to be the like the one who dies. Um, i hope he dies first because he's he's a very expensive person to have in this movie yes he is oh bodies 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 is the name of the game that they play got it um let's see so a bunch of partying pete davidson is around partying with people seemingly much younger than him
1: yeah they are way much younger than he is
0: (laughs) yeah they keep casting pete davidson as a 20 something and it's i know "Ah." and i'm like nah dog (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he's he's in his 30s. Oh, it's like a um, It's like a, mafia oh, it's style a done game. it murder game. Yeah. And, someone and then one actually of the people does. is an actual
1: murder. Yeah.
0: Okay. Got it. All right. Cool. I'm in it. It looks trippy. Looks like there's going to be a, a drug trip type vibe. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm into it. Yep. I'm here. All right, some Sony news. Much like of...
1: everything else that A twenty four produces, <laughs> I will watch it.
0: Totally, totally. Um, some A twenty or excuse me, some Sony news coming out of CinemaCon. Um, Sony is doing a film based on the the Marvel comic character El Muerto, um, a super powered pro wrestler who uh, combats Spider Man in the comics, and then they become pals at some point. Um, and the movie yeah, is going you remember to in the
1: Sam Raimi Spider-Man
0: mm-hmm. movie
1: when he's in the beginning in the wrestling section, mm-hmm. that's, he's supposed to be fighting El Muerto. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's when do Spider-Man it. does his big, like, I have spy powers. I can make money at wrestling. So when oh, he yeah, does yeah, that yeah. little stint, you know, in the yes. comics, that's El Muerto is the first person that he fights, okay. but he has like, but in one of the comic books, Spider-Man's got like a sting to him. Uh-huh. Like a little bit of a stinger to it with uh-huh. some poison, so that's what he ended up accidentally stinging El Muerto, and that's why El Muerto lost the bout, even though El Muerto himself super powered.
0: Nice. All right, this I'm I'm looking forward to this. This is uh. So the big news surrounding this is El Muerto is going to be played by musical artist Bad Bunny, who now, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: You sent that to me on mm-hmm. Instagram, and I I will be honest. My first response was who. Yeah. I've nothing against the person. I yeah. just didn't know there was a person out there named Bad Bunny. I think it's great though.
0: So, in in terms of roles for musical artists, uh I think this role is perfect for him. One because uh well so Bad Bunny is like the biggest Latin pop artist right now. Like he's oh, he's he? like the BTS of Latin music oh. right now. He's huge. Oh um, shoot. So it, I should
1: know who this person is. Then. I I believe
0: okay, I I believe Bad Bunny was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was the number one streamed artist in the world either last year or the year before. Like whoa. he's he's huge, he's gigantic. He's like, whoa! How yeah. did
1: I not hear about this person then?
0: Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's you know, it's it's music from uh, other parts of the world, and so you know, and the uh,
1: internet's a large place.
0: The internet is a very large place. There's lots of <laughs> lots to keep track of. Um, keep yes, tra- and and also Bad Bunny has a ha- he has a few acting gigs under his belt. Oh, does he? Okay, cool. He's in the new Bullet Train trailer. Ah. He's one of the, the henchmen that fights uh Brad Pitt. Hold on, let me take a look.
1: Oh, is he the dude in that white suit that has yes. the knife? Oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool.
0: He's that guy. He's also cool. in um he's in a few episodes of Narcos Mexico. Um as oh, like he a, in Narcos Mexico. Yeah, he's in like three episodes or something like that. Oh my god.
1: Um, okay, so I do know who this person is. I just don't know them for their music career, which is right. what they're known for. I know them for their acting career.
0: Exactly. He, I've always enjoyed him. I'm like, oh, I like this guy. Yeah. No, he's great, and he also just did. Um, he had a so he did a few a few week stint in WWE. He did like Giddy. a like a storyline where he ended up having a WrestleMania match. So he he has some pro wrestling training, and um, I love this. So yeah, the, the the this part is like perfect for him. I love
1: this. This this is a casting that makes me happy. I'm like, this is good stuff.
0: Yeah, if Sony doesn't mess this movie up, and by mess it up, I mean try to make it about Spider-Man in some no, way, I think...
1: <laughs> you mean by mess it up, become involved in it in any way, shape, or form? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I, I'm not going to do that to Sony, because they <laughs> made know, one of the best... Sto- they made probably the best Spider-Man movie of all time. Of in, course. Uh, in, uh, uh, into the Spider-Verse. Yes, of course. That being said... Um, if they make this movie a like it, it what they should do is make this movie it, it, he can have superpowers but don't make this a Spider-Man movie just make no. this a superhero movie about basically make this make this like like Slightly more serious nacho, nacho Libre, but with with super no de- dead serious though like make no
1: this, yeah. no no I I'm a gr- I'm laughing because it's the perfect way to describe how I would like how you would want to direct that film yeah and make it be like it's a more serious Nacho Libre yeah
0: make this a heartwarming you know wrestling action comedy, comedy where yep. where he gets superpowers and. You know, and wins whatever match for, you know, his family or his town or whatever it is. Just make that movie, and, and I think you will make a ton of money. <laughs>
1: Here's prediction for the trailer uh-huh. when it comes out. Mm-hmm. I predict that he's going to walk out in his El Muerto costume mm-hmm. to a bunch of thugs. This might be in an alleyway or a park or something like that. And one mm-hmm. of them's going to turn around and go, Hey, get a load of this guy. Yeah. Or something to that effect. There's going <laughs> to be a scene in the movie that that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. but at this point if you live in the marvel universe
0: mm -hmm.
1: and there are there's iron man and well not anymore but like and i was gonna say and captain america but not anymore there's doctor strange and there's other superheroes if a dude Mm -hmm. walks out wearing like a wrestling outfit wouldn't you just assume that's a vigilante like superhero at this point
0: yes unless the movie doesn't take place in america and like they're in a place where they're not really aware of the avengers
1: well, we see that that's impossible in the Spider-Man movies, because <laughs> it's true. there's giant like two story mural of Tony Stark spray painted on the side of a building. Like that's everybody true. knows who these guys are. That's true. Yeah, we'll so, see
0: how they handle it. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think they have. The, if they don't mess this up, they have the, a real potential to make you know a billion dollars with this movie. Oh, for sure. No, um,
1: but that's the thing is, and I agree with you too. Is as long as they don't try to make it about Spider-Man, right? <laughs> then we'll be fine. Yeah. Speaking of things that are desperately trying to make stuff about Spider-Man
0: yeah exactly uh venom 3 officially greenlit by sony pictures no why (laughs) because they hate you well because these movies do make a ton of money how Um, (laughs) i don't know they are garbage i think Tom one tom hardy is a legit movie star he is i love i will i watch them because he's in them yes uh and i think uh venom is also a very recognizable character um, I, people just want to see superhero movies. So if like they, they see one that he's even looks a little bit competently made, they'll go see it. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. That's why Morbius um, is still in theaters.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah. So let's see. Oh,
1: real quick. Yep. I was talking to my buddy Rex mm-hmm. about Morbius yesterday and mm-hmm. he said the exact same thing that you and I said. He was like, this movie would have been a banger back between 2003 and
0: 2008. Oh, hundred percent. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah dude. 100 percent yeah i think morbius yeah it came out been the like, best movie of the year it came out 15 years too late <laughs> it did <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately um uh ghostbusters afterlife have you seen ghostbusters afterlife i have not yet it's been super expensive it,
1: it hasn't come down on the build on the availability ah, i'm gonna start over because my brain's getting <laughs> caught up it's the very availability early. to rent yes
0: yes um is it And I, I also just haven't had time to sit down and yeah. watch it. So I wonder if it's available to rent yet. Do you know if it is? I don't know. I'll i okay. I'll tell you today. Okay. Um yeah, well, officially Sony has greenlit a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife.
1: Good, so, because everybody that saw this new Ghostbusters told me that it was amazing. So
0: Yeah, everyone's saying it's really good. I I want to watch it. I just yeah, the streaming problem. And it's not in mm-hmm. theaters anymore. So um
1: it was in theaters for like a hot second. Yeah. And then I felt like it just was gone.
0: Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, so, Spider Man, uh, speaking of Into the Spider Verse, have you seen the trailer for Spider Man Across the Spider Verse? I have. you seen the yeah. teaser yet? Yeah. Yep. That looks amazing. I looks cannot great. wait. Can't, um, can't say
1: anything more about it because it just, all I'd be is like, it just be reiterating, it looks good.
0: Yep. So, basically, uh, Sony announced that um, while Across the Spider Verse is being delayed a bit, uh, it will be released uh June of next year. Uh, it is going to have a two It's going to be a two part movie So there's going to be a part one and part two Which is very smart on their part mm-hmm. Get as much as you can out of this franchise It's the best movie you have going um, yeah. Just keep whoever you got to make the first one Just keep keep them coming Yeah. Put them in a room and leave them alone Yeah. Chain their feet to the floor um, <laughs> <laughs> You live uh, here now What? Yeah exactly uh, Good luck You can slam the door <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um okay, speaking of delays, the Super Mario Brothers movie has been delayed uh, until next year. Oh no, say it isn't so. <laughs> yep, mhm.
1: That movie we're all desperately waiting to hear Chris Pratt play Mario. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um yeah, so this is being pushed to spring 2023, April 28th. Uh oh, excuse me, April 7th for North of America. North America, April 28th is for Japan. Um yeah, they said it'd be, it'll be worth the wait. Um, I don't know why it's being pushed, but it's being pushed. And there you have it. Okay. Uh, the cast includes Chris Pratt, Anya Taylor-Joy, Charlie Day, Jack Black, Keegan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen, and more. Wow, that's a stacked cast. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but there's w- only one name in there. And I have no problem. I mean, you know, there's only one name. Why are we not? I just, I just keep going back to There's a dude that does Mario's voice for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Why is he not just doing the voice of Mario for the movie?
0: Yeah, that that it's a weird it's a weird choice to not have the Mario voice in the Mario movie. I don't
1: understand it. It's like if there's a guy that already does it specific. It's like when they, yeah, they do this every once in a while. Well, they'll do like a voiceover actor won't get their time in the limelight because a major name actor will just take over their role. 100%. And I'm like, this is just really stupid.
0: And and I get that you want to have a a movie star. Like cause you need you need people to go see this, so you wanna have a movie star attached. But there's plenty of ways to attach a giant movie star without sacrificing um the the iconic voice of Mario. Cause I think yeah, exactly aside from his aside from the world of Mario and like his outfit, the thing that's most iconic about Mario is his voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was the outfit first, then the voice. That's like if you were making a Kermit the Frog movie, you're like, ah, oh, we're just gonna get Chris Pratt to do it. <laughs> Yeah,
1: hey, hey, I'm Kermit, Yeah, I'm Kermit the Frog, hey
0: Yeah, exactly Hey, Miss
1: Piggy, you're looking good, I'm Kermit the Frog (laughs)
0: Uh, Who wants to hear a funny-ass song? Who wants to hear a funny (laughs)
1: song? I'm Kermit the Frog
0: (laughs) Waka, waka (laughs) The wrong-sounding Muppets from Family Guy
1: Yes, exactly, thank you for picking up on where I was going (laughs)
0: You want some spaghetti? It's like my favorite food and junk. <laughs> um, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder who's playing Bowser in this. Is it Seth Rogen? Uh, it might be Jack Black. Oh, that's true. Um, it could be any of those actors, it could be really. Any
1: <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key could be Bowser. Yeah, I wonder. Anya if, Taylor-Joy could be Bowser. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I wonder know. if there's ai am going to say Mario. she's probably
1: Princess Peach, but, you know. She's
0: probably yeah. Princess Peach. Or Toad. Or
1: Toad. Um, movie cast. It would Let's be see. hilarious if they changed Toad's voice from being like to like Keegan Michael Key
0: being like what? <laughs> so Chris Pratt is Mario, Anya Taylor Joy is Princess Peach, Charlie Day is Luigi. I think that's great. That's great. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. That's hilarious. And that's Jack Black great. is uh, Jack Black is Bowser. I love it. All right, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Keegan Michael P. Ke- Keegan Michael Key will probably be Yoshi.
1: Yoshi or he's gonna be the Goombas.
0: Oh, he just plays all of them. That'd be very them. funny. That'd I would love it funny.
1: if keegan Michael Key was like the minions. He's just all of the Goombas.
0: Yeah, that'd be very funny. <laughs> uh all right. Um, let's see. I thought I clicked this because I thought this was interesting. I didn't know this movie was happening, but uh there's a Whitney Houston biopic coming called really? I Wanna Dance With Somebody. Oh, I wanna see that. And here is the poster. It looks like oh, the poster Yeah, it looks like the poster from the I Wanna Dance with Somebody song. Um, I, I think this is Whitney gonna be great. Houston. Let's see. Um, let's see. The film is a co-production with the Houston Estate and the Primary Wave. Let oh, so see. her
1: states involved. That's yes.
0: good. Yes, which means we'll get the music, which is yes. has been a weird thing that's been happening in biopics lately, like where they've been making the movies regardless of whether they get the music or not. Yeah,
1: and they've been recording <laughs> their own original soundtracks oh, and stuff like that. So um, bad. What was it? It was a great movie. Which um, one? The Elton
0: John one, with Taron Egerton. Oh, Edgerton. oh okay. I haven't seen that one. Um, you need to watch that one. Okay. That one was actually really so good. So they didn't I... have any of the Elton John music in that? No, they did. They did. They oh, had they it. Did. They okay, just re-recorded
1: it with Taron Edgerton oh, doing the vocals. Okay. Dude, the story behind it is amazing. Taron Egerton actually went and lived with Elton John for a couple of months uh-huh. to get like everything. That's so and cool. then he was just when he I know, it's so cool. And then when he was on set, Elton John was just available for him to call where he was like, Hey, this moment right now, what were you going through in your headspace? Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, Oh, I was going through this right now. He's like, Great. And he would have that exactly in his head when he was gonna be acting. So it's like Elton John on screen.
0: Mm-hmm. Because That's he was so, cool. so
1: involved in the production, I highly yeah. recommend you watch it. It's yeah. really
0: good. I'll do. I'll totally watch that. Um, uh, um, Alicia Vikander is doing crew for a uh, <laughs> yeah for, exactly. a, for, for a stage Look, production. Looks or either that or she's a she joined a bobsled team. Oh, she, she might have. <laughs> uh, she uh, some photos have been released of the the show she's doing for Netflix um let's see uh limited dramas adaptation of irma Vep. i don't know oh, what that is it's not
1: netflix it's hbo
0: hbo sorry i don't know what I, which means it's gonna be good i had a freudian slip there oh it's all um, good. we were just talking about netflix i get it uh irma Vep is a 1996 cult classic film i'd never heard of this before i've never heard of it either now um, let's I, see if I, there's I need a to watch synopsis. it okay Set against the backdrop of a lurid crime thriller, it will center around an American movie star named Mira as she struggles uh, as the distinctions between herself and the character she plays begin to blur and merge. Um, Vikander will be taking on the role of Mira, a movie star who is disillusioned by her career and recent breakup, who moves to France to star as Irma Vep in a remake of the French silent film classic Les Vampires. Uh, Less vampires for us non-French initiated. No. It's sexy vampires. <laughs> so, vampires. So this is going to be a movie where she starts to think she's a vampire. I um, think so. Essentially. Uh, okay, I'm into that. Let's see if there's any cast here. Uh, is it being written and directed? Okay, let me see. Oh, it's being written and directed by a French filmmaker, which is good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay, joining Vikander are Vincent uh Macain, Yeah, I'm guessing is how you would say it in French. Macain, um as René Vidal. Uh, I don't sh- know. Jean 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 Balibas, as Zoe I hope Ross. people
1: find this part entertaining <laughs> as we struggle through these things
0: Yeah it looks like a bunch of uh French actu- actors and actresses uh, except for Carrie Brownstein is in this from oh, uh shit, Portlandia later. um mm-hmm. if that if it's the same Carrie Brownstein the same one. I'm assuming it is um, anybody else of note that we know of are all French people? oh, and Kristen Stewart is in this uh in a small role. oh yes, all right, cool. there we go, all right, um, let's see uh let music drama the idol. let me see if we need to talk about this um uh, okay, the idol is an h b o show coming looks like the weekend is involved. Um, the Idol is co-created by Levinson from Euphoria and Tisfy. Oh, The Weekend from Uncut Gems. Um, it's a scripted drama series, a six-episode miniseries set against the backdrop of the music industry. The series centers on a self-help guru and leader of a modern-day cult who develops a complicated relationship with an up-and-coming pop idol. Okay, I kind of like I'll that. I'll watch that. Yeah, that sounds cool. And sounds yeah. up
1: my alley. I've been yeah. watching more HBO shows too.
0: Oh, look! Look what we got here. It's a production. Of course. By A24. It's an A24 <laughs> production. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, Shut that up and great. take my money. That sounds great. Uh, the weekend is good. Uh, he he was good in Uncut Gems. So, yeah. yeah I'm butter. open to that. Seems you see like, like a slam dunk. You see these Craven the Hunter set photos?
1: I did see the Craven the Hunter set photos. Um, his shoes are hilarious. Uh, they're oh, making yeah, the me fake wonder feet. if he's going to be, well, the fake. Feet. I bet, yeah, I bet he's going to be running. Barefoot.
0: In the oh movie. yeah, I bet. I bet it'll. His feet will be CGI'd onto there, but they do look hilarious. They look like a. <laughs> yeah, he's in, in like, like a, bare button, a
1: white button down, tucked <laughs> into like nice slacks, and he's got these weird little like toe finger shoes.
0: Yeah, he um he kind of looks like Chris Evans in these pictures <laughs> a little bit. He could totally take over as Captain America. <laughs> yeah, like if he needed to play Chris Evans stunt double, he totally could. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. It wouldn't even be like an issue. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This yeah, looks. Yeah, they look good. fine. Yeah, I think he looks fine as Craven. I think it's going to be a decent movie. Um,
1: I like Aaron, I like Aaron Taylor Johnson. I think he's, he's really good. good.
0: He was very good in uh, in the small role he had in Tenet. Um, yes, also. he was. I liked he's him very a lot. Um, let's see. It's <laughs> crazy that he was kick ass, <laughs> <Dude>, right? <laughs> it's so nuts. He's I a good forgot actor. <laughs> about that movie until literally the other day, and it
1: was like more like this, and I was like, kick. That's right.
0: Yep um there's a thriller coming uh a culinary thriller called flux gourmet okay uh, it has a trailer that looks interesting that's an uh an indie uh indie film channel and ifc films uh Mm. original that looks interesting um let's kind of breeze through some of these um netflix is doing a chris hemsworth led movie another one called spider head let's see if there's a uh, description set in the near future there we go Oh, it's uh, directed by the guy who just did Top Gun Maverick, so that's cool. Oh, cool. Um, Okay, Miles Teller's also in this, so is Journey Journey Smollett, brother of Juicy Smollett, or sister of Juicy Smollett, sorry. Um, All right, let's see. Um, Set in the near future, the film is described as a mind-bending story, of course it is, following two convicts who willingly let a brilliant visionary (laughs) experiment on them with emotion-altering drugs in exchange for reduced sentences. Um, so
1: what they do to prisoners in the in our prison right. system anyway?
0: Right. Um, okay. I think uh, you want to. Uh, I think I'm going to guess that uh, <laughs> the mind bending story. Uh, I think the convicts. Uh, I think one of them is going to like become a like killing machine, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other one's going to become like some kind of like. Is Chris Evans or excuse me, do you think Chris Hemsworth is the the brilliant visionary or yep. is he one of the convicts? Look at the uh scroll up. Look at the photo for the gallery. Okay. Oh. He's in
1: nice glasses, he's okay. in a suit, he is the Oh, so he's the visionary. visionary.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, emotion altering drugs. But what does that even mean?
1: I don't know. We'll have to find out. We'll
0: have to watch. We have to watch it, Hassan. Um there's It's a like title. my favorite
1: thing, no matter whenever you're watching a movie with somebody and they and you haven't or if it's like your first time with somebody and you haven't seen a movie with them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they look at you and they're like, What's happening? It's like <laughs> yeah. it's
0: five minutes in. Let's find out. <laughs> I'm watching the same
1: movie as you. I'm watching the same movie as you. I have no extra knowledge on this. <laughs> yeah. Um, dungeon,
0: the Dungeons and Dragons. despite what you think, I don't
1: know everything about movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Dungeons and Dragons movie uh, has got a title. It's called Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, uh, which sounds like a video game. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. All right. Wasn't that a? Wasn't that part of the Uncharted titles? Oh, probably. I'm sure Honor Among Thieves has been in a ton of different. Oh, has to
1: be. <laughs> Honor sounds... and Thieves is like big combo connection which, in the video which makes game. Me... And...
0: Which makes me worry about this movie, because that seems like such a paint-by-numbers title.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm not, ex- I'm not expecting this movie to be good in any way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah, no. But
1: I am going to watch it.
0: Uh, Christina Ricci is in a movie called Monstrous. It's a horror movie. Um, let's see if there's anything about this. A terrifying new horror awaits Laura and her seven-year-old son, Cody, when they flee her abusive ex-husband and try to settle into a new life in an idyllic and remote lakeside farmhouse, reads the synopsis. Still traumatized, their physical and mental well-being are pushed to the limit as their fragile existence is threatened. Okay, cool, cool. Um, great. That. I like Christina Ricci. Yeah, I'm glad she's doing stuff again. Um, you watch the new Lightyear trailer?
1: I haven't seen it
0: yet. Okay. Um, we can. But I heard scrub everybody's pissed it.
1: over like some sort of homosexual content in the movie.
0: Oh, I hadn't heard anything about that.
1: Yeah, there was like a I think there was a there's a homosexual kiss. It looks good. There's a homosexual kiss, not the not the homosexual kiss, the uh <laughs> the trailer. Um, although whatever, I'm not I to lie. it's fine. <laughs> it probably looks good. It probably looks good too. Um um but no, I guess there was something like that that happened in um that takes place in this movie and okay. they were going to take it out and I I guess employees, Disney employees petitioned to keep it in. Nice. Well, it's kind of like, did you see that? Um, Multiverse of Madness will not be shown in the Saudi American, uh, the yeah. That's Emirates.
0: Yeah, and I think at this point it's been banned in a few countries. Good. Yes, exactly. They don't deserve it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't want to play ball. You don't get the good entertainment. Sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This. So this this trailer is longer, and it gives you a little bit more about the story. Yeah. So he he's traveling to. Um, he he makes basically does like a hyper jump, and he realizes mm-hmm. that he's traveled sixty years into the future oh and and a ro- a a race of alien robots have like taken over Earth essentially, mm. and he's joining a resistance against the alien invaders cool yeah it looks it looks good. I think uh this movie is gonna be good. I'm down. um I think people are gonna cry at the end of this, probably. I'm just glad that I
1: was right and that this is the movie that takes place in Andy's universe that this mm-hmm. is like his Star Wars that sells yes. all the toys
0: yes. Um, I was very
1: proud of myself for being smart like that.
0: He has a talking robot sidekick, like a little robot cat. Yes, of course Um, he
1: does, because everybody needs a sidekick. Every Disney character has to have a sidekick.
0: Yes, and uh, Taika Waititi is also in it, uh, which is very funny. Great. Um, I bet he
1: plays the robot.
0: Yeah. Uh, Actually, I think he's uh, one of the other crew members. I think he's this guy. Not this guy. Um, That's a girl, but uh, I think...
1: I would say that's a problem, because that is a female.
0: Yeah, the guy on the... Sh- this guy. That's that Taika Waititi,
1: I believe. Oh, he has kind of looks like a, him. He has
0: an, uh, an, uh, a New Zealand accent. Um, oh, he? Okay, that's probably what it is. Cool. All right. Um, Madam Web release date. Sony sets 2023 launch date for yep. Spider-Man spinoff. Okay, we got a Madam Web movie coming. Cool, cool. Yeah, neat. Oh, uh, Sydney Sweeney's in this, apparently. I didn't know that. Um, Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria. Um, oh, yeah. Cool, she's doing other stuff. Um, the film is set to star Dakota Johnson as a titular character. Uh, Dakota Johnson from um Fifty, Shades, 50 of Grey, Shades of Grey, and I just saw her in. Um, she was in the remake of this movie called Suspiria, um, which oh, is like terrible. a. Uh, uh. I we watched it the other night. I actually really liked it. See, um, I don't
1: I, the OG is the oh best. no
0: i haven't seen the og you need to watch
1: um, the og yeah that's I why will. yeah the og see i if i had just seen this suspiria i would uh-huh. have the exact same opinion. like oh it was great i don't know what your problem was but yeah. i've seen the og one so many gotcha. times and i'm like it's just better gotcha this one kind of it kind of leaves some of the stuff that the original has in it like on the cutting room yeah. floor and it just doesn't quite execute it's still a fine movie yeah. it's just not as good as the you know Gotcha.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm she,
1: being a petty stickler. No, you're fine. I'm, being. I'm hey, being a crotchety old man.
0: All opinions are valid here. <laughs> it would better Regular. back with the original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. She was really good in that. Um. And and uh. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see her in this. Um. Dakota Johnson as a titular character of Madame Web, uh, alongside C- Sydney Sweeney is in her role is yet to be revealed. Um. Cool. All right. Yep. Spider Man universe, weird lady movie. Yep. I'm into it. Yep. Um, we got to that news already. Ben that. Affleck and Matt Damon are reuniting for a biopic about the Jordan Great. sneaker deal. I'm excited about that. That should be good. Um, I love when they just do regular people movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like any time, supposed ju- to be
1: knights in France. <laughs>
0: yeah, with mullets. Uh- <laughs> yeah, that was an
1: overstep of bounds. No, here's the thing. No, no, no. Ben Affleck didn't have a. Uh, he didn't have a mullet. Matt Damon did. Ben Affleck had a, a bowl cut.
0: A bowl cut, that's right. Yeah, get it right, right, man. Come on. Yeah. No, I'm excited about this. I like when they, they just came yeah. up and write. When they a, play you know,
1: regular people, yes. I'm always excited.
0: Yes. Okay. Um. It Takes Two movie adaptation lands in Amazon. The Rock might be in it. I don't Why? know what It Takes Two is, is about. Oh, it's a video game. He doesn't game.
1: seem like he fits that project.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But The Rock is a legit movie star that they try to force into every movie. Yeah, I know. Um, Okay, Fast and Furious Ten has a title. I think it's called Fast X, <laughs> because of course it is. <laughs> because why not? Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, cool. Brie Larson's in it. Great. Uh, M Night Shyamalan is uh, directing a movie called A Knock at the or Knock at the Cabin. Uh, cool. M Night Shyamalan. I bet there's uh, a twist. Yeah, I bet there is. Um, Old was pretty good, so I'm looking forward to this. I think he has found a lane that I think really works for him. Mm -hmm. Um, The sort of the Blumhouse lane where it's like, here, here's five to ten million dollars. Go make a small interesting horror movie and he's much better at that than like here's a hundred million dollars go make a very expensive horror movie Shyamalan
1: works better when he has financial constraints placed upon him and other and and studio constraints placed upon him when he has more oversight and guidance and less money he turns out better projects
0: 100% looking Um, at
1: you Avatar
0: Yeah, exactly (laughs) the last airbender unfortunately it should have been the last airbender yeah (laughs) Um, okay, so yeah. let's a lot of movie news, good stuff. Let's get into uh, Moon Knight, shall we? Let's do it. All right, let's go. Can I get my d- screen back? Yep. Sorry. It's Stop all good. The share. I hijacked your screen. <laughs> you um, did. It's all good.
1: I was like, I'm gonna need IMDb for a second if we're gonna be talking about Moon
0: Knight. No so. problem. Um, I will uh, read us the plot summary and we'll get into the episode. Let's do it. Stephen Grant and Layla find a deserted campsite at the location of Amit's tomb, which is a maze in the shape of the Eye of Horus. Um, They discover that some... uh, (laughs) We'll get into it. They discover that some of Harrow's men have been killed by undead Egyptian priests who then attack Grant and Layla. Layla defeats the priests but encounters Harrow, who claims claims that specter was one of the mercenaries who murdered her archaeologist father, Abdullah el-Faouli, Grant finds the tomb and discovers that Amit's last avatar was Alexander the Great. He re- So Amit took a long break in between avatars. Um, he retrieves Amit's uh, Ushapti, the uh, statue, from inside Alexander's body. Uh, Layla angrily confronts Spectre, who reveals that his partner killed Layla's father and Spectre himself himself before Khonshu revives Spectre as his avatar. Harrow arrives and shoots Spectre, who wakes up in a psychiatric hospital populated by people from his life. After escaping from Harrow, Um, who appears as a therapist at the hospital. Spectre finds Grant in a separate body trapped in a sarcophagus. They also see a second sarcophagus with someone else trapped inside before Mm -hmm. being greeted by a female hippopotamus-headed figure. All right, Derek, what would you think of this episode?
1: (sighs) This, more than anything else, felt like a weird filler episode.
0: Really? That is... I had so I had the total opposite, opposite? reaction.
1: Oh, we're going to have a good time then.
0: Yeah. So basically, keep
1: going. No. Um it just the interesting part of the episode happens at the end. That's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Right? That it was fun with the tomb rating and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um the I but I started to kind of lose I don't know, desire. I lost the desire to be in the tomb when the no reason why they're alive priests are running around attacking people. That's mm-hmm. when, I, when it started to feel like The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Right. That's when I was like, okay, I'm out. Like, you mm. like you need to provide me with a re- Like, even if it's a throwaway line of dialogue or some magic. Like, just provide me with some reason why these things are coming around. Because I felt it would have been way better served if it was the two of them against the rest of Harrow's guys. Mm-hmm. There's just a little bit more believability to it. And granted, we're talking about a comic book show, so I'm not exactly right. – I'm saying believability for the – at least for me, for the audience. like It would have been mm-hmm. much better because the supernatural element is good, but that was a little bit too over the – beat you over the head with it a little bit, but mm-hmm. not in a way that made sense to the rest of the show. And I think that's what mm. pulled me out of it, and that's what – I didn't mm-hmm. like about it. I did like the Harrow and Layla stuff. I liked the the stuff between Layla, Mark and Steven, that mm-hmm. complicated triangle that's happening now. Um, I liked that Mark punched him. That was really funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not saying the episode was bad. I'm just yeah. saying this one felt like we kind of... kind of didn't go anywhere with it. Yeah, no. Because I, you see what I mean? I'm shy. Yeah. I'm shy away. I want my stuff sprinkled out throughout the episode. I think we, in conversing real quick, and I'll wrap it up, then you can make your point. Um, I realized just now the reason why it is, is I'm still gun shy for let's put all the information that you need to know, all the cool stuff at the end of the episode. And that's what Disney's used to doing. Yeah. And this, this show so far hasn't done that. So the fact that they went back to the old formula, and granted, it's just a cliffhanger episode, so I should just kind of calm down but at the same time i'm still so like oh no don't go back to that old format that that's kind of what threw me for a loop yeah so i get anyway, you.
0: that's just that's my hot take on it mm-hmm. no perfectly perfectly fine uh i so i had the opposite reaction because i felt like th- i was worried about the show because i mm-hmm. thought this show was just going to be um Mark Spector slash uh, Stephen Grant, like, kind of, I did. I thought the rest of the show was going to be just kind of more of the same, mm-hmm. of them kind of, like, biting, fighting for supremacy in the mind, and kind of just, like, every episode, there's some kind of new location with a bunch of goons they have to fight, and then mm-hmm. we just, it's just more of the same until the end. Right. So I like that this pivoted, and it's like, no, this is about something deeper, and, like, we're going to, like... Really figure out what's going on here. I like that turn. So I like the, I like him getting shot and going into mm-hmm. this, like into the mind thing. I think that's a oh, cool way. Oh, yeah, that part was cool. Yeah. That's the part I liked. Yeah.
1: And that's the part that I was like, I want to spend more time
0: there. Yeah, totally. Um, So uh, if, if there's one thing that I'm not 100% on on this show is the relationship between Layla and, and Moon Knight. Because yeah. I, and I don't know if it's because I don't know what fixes it, but maybe it's just like a bad pairing of actors that maybe they don't have chemistry. And but I don't it, well, they don't have chemistry in my opinion, but I don't know if that's they because they're a bad you. pairing or because we just haven't seen them together enough. Yeah. same,
1: so, I don't know either, but I agree with you that the chemistry is kind
0: of not there. and the the crazy thing is is I've seen. Like, if there's one thing Oscar Isaac can do is have chemistry like with a, a, he can have chemistry with a phone book. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's we because of the nature of the show, because he's playing two different personalities and neither of them have have spent a lot of time with Layla. I just don't buy their relationship. That's I wrong. don't really buy why You're they love no, Mark wait.
1: Spector used to be married to her.
0: No, I mean on screen
1: oh got it got it on screen i was about to be like no sir (laughs) no no no.
0: i mean like we haven't seen them together on screen a lot (laughs) yes and so i'm like i agree Uh, yeah i'm like i I don't really buy that like he like i don't really uh, to me it hasn't been made evident to me like why they love each other it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like oh they love each other they used to be married but it's like we kind of need to see that in order for these like emotional stakes to matter and it's so it's just hard because they they chose to start the show, you know, after their relationship and with this new guy, Stephen Grant, who has no idea of their relationship. So we their relationship is only ever kind of just talked about and we don't ever really, like, see it. I think this show probably could have benefited before this episode. This show could have benefited from, like... And i I guess it kind of betrays the premise of what they're trying to do. But I think at some point it could have benefited from a flashback episode yeah. where we like spend an episode in the past, like seeing them seeing Mark and Layla be a couple, like a functioning. Mm-hmm couple doing what they did in the desert like being mercenaries or whatever and really just an episode for us to fall in love with them as a couple Mm -hmm. so that when we get to this love triangle and we get to like steven falling in love with her and kissing her and then the punch like it feels a little bit more like oh shit no that's mark's girl you can't you know what i mean yeah for sure like you also
1: need this profound sense of loss to come from mark Yes, you know what I mean. Like I want yes. to know that he feels bad that he and Layla aren't together anymore. 100%. You do get that semblance of it, but it would be more beneficial and it would hit harder if mm-hmm. I think they did what you were saying, as they did a flashback episode where we got to see the two of them hanging yeah. out together, getting into Moon Knight hijinks together, right. and also maybe highlight why Konshu wants to use her as his next avatar.
0: Yeah, I think I think so. Like, because it's not a big enough reveal that. Mark was killed and revived by Khonshu. Like, I know they wanted that to be a secret that Mark has. I don't think it needed to be a secret. I think you could have started the show. If I were writing the show, episode one would have been in the past. It would have been like, whatever, 10 years ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the title card, 2012 or whatever, you know? 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. And then started in, in Egypt, see what this guy's all about before he becomes Moon Knight. Mm -hmm. And just play that out, like show, right? Show that what they do, blah blah blah. blah. See, see her father get killed, see that Mark is like, oh no, and then he gets killed and then is revived by Kanchu, and then cut to 2020, whatever the current date is. And it's, you know, it's Stephen waking up in his bed, and he's British now, and that's the end of the episode. To me, that's a great pilot episode of this show. <laughs> you
1: know what I oh, mean? for sure. Because
0: <laughs> it accomplishes everything we're talking about, and you can still have everything that we've had in this show so far, but now their relationship, we understand the history a little bit more, you know? Totally. But other than that, I think I I enjoyed this episode. Um uh I thought it was cool. I thought um uh the Alexander the Great thing was interesting. <laughs> um Yeah, that was a weird like. Yeah,
1: why are we doing this?
0: Yeah, it just seemed like a weird. They just wanted to add some kind of historical name to it to just like make it more interesting. But I, I don't mm-hmm. know if we needed that detail. Like, why I does it matter so. that it was Alexander the Great? It just feels weird. Um, It could have been Pharaoh number six. Who who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's also weird that Amit hasn't had an avatar since Alexander the Great. That's kind of weird, right? Um. And how and if Amit if Amit is imprisoned, how is she, does she still have an avatar? Hopefully these questions are answered. Um right. but yeah, I, I enjoyed the episode. Um thought it was fine. This episode was uh again directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Um I thought the sequence of Layla going through the the maze and like the sort of the horror horror adjacent elements that were happening in there were, were legit spooky. Um I thought that was cool.
1: See, it might have been the fact that I watched it during the daytime. Oh, maybe. But I just yeah. wasn't i wasn't scared. Yeah. And it just felt weird that there's these things. It felt... What's the best way I can describe it? That, what, what word am I looking for? What?
0: It felt
1: contrived.
0: I get that. Yes. But in 100%. a way that didn't
1: work. Like, there's a way to have a maze full of monsters, right? Yeah. And you can do it. They just didn't do it right. They just put them in there. They're like, oh, it felt like it felt like it happened like this with the episode, right? Mm-hmm. We're in a tomb. Oh, that tomb's a maze. Oh, that
0: maze is full of monsters. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I feel like, and another thing too is like, I feel like the the is symboliz- the Egypt symbolism, I think is kind of holding some of these sequences back because I the fact that great. the maze is shaped like the Eye of Horus, that's not a very complex maze. <laughs>
1: no, it's not. It's very easy to solve. Oh, you it's seems like one an Great. <laughs> Most of them are long, straight hallways, so you can look down one, shine a flashlight, and be like, nope.
0: Yeah, no, that's not the way to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not the way to go. Ooh, that one has spikes.
0: Right. I kind of wish... Yeah, I kind of wish that, like... I know it's a superhero show, so you need... Some like martial arts action in every episode. You gotta have fighting. Yeah, but I kind of wish the show saved more of its fighting to like later episodes and like really pulled a lot of the dramatic tension and stuff and action beats more, make it more about like the tomb raiding aspect of Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, I think you would have gotten more mileage out of... Because then you wouldn't have to introduce monsters and undead mummies. See, that's
1: what I'm saying. You already <laughs> have a maze full of dudes with AK-47s. Why do you need monsters? Yeah. If if um, if, if you're going to fight monsters in this show, mm-hmm. the only person that should be able to fight monsters is Moon Knight.
0: Yes, it's a that's total it. Layla should not yeah. be able
1: to take down some sort of immortal priest that's been sitting around for thousands of years inside if, of If tomb. she can do that, why do we need Moon Knight? Then why do we need Moon Knight? <laughs> Answer is, we don't.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: Exactly. You want to make sure that Moon Knight's the one that handles the jackals and the undead priests right. and the weird cult leaders and, like, the guys that have magic. Like, that's what Moon Knight's for. Right. Moon Knight is for that. Layla with a flair is not exactly my, like, I like her, and I have no problem with a woman being the hero. Right. She's just not the hero
0: of the show. Yeah, it's not the Layla show.
1: <laughs> it's not the Layla show. And it's starting right. to try and turn into the Layla show,
0: and I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah. I would have loved, yeah, like... You don't need the undead zombies yet. You could maybe do that later. Later. Next episode. Just have or it at be... the end
1: of this episode when mm-hmm. Mark comes out or next episode after Mark comes out of the weird mental hospital. Yeah, like Then it's like now there's monsters.
0: <laughs> yeah, like w- Indiana Jones exists. The the, f- the 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 blueprint is there like just <laughs> make this tomb like the tomb has been sitting there uh uh assumingly like as long as alexander the great's been buried there and yeah. they know that uh amit's thing is there so like of course it would be booby trapped and it would be this like crazy maze crypty mm-hmm. tomb just have it be a tomb raiding episode you know what yeah. i mean
1: in an actual maze
0: yep and then need you need to do this
1: thing yeah. and make it egyptian themed like you don't need to do this extra thing where there's monsters like
0: because I, I I didn't like the plot like I get why they did the plot contrivance of him losing his powers when mm-hmm. when Conchi was imprisoned I get it that like you need some stakes you need like uh you need uh for him to not be bulletproof but you also need Layla to like uh, have her action moment which I think is fine like I think mm-hmm. the story does need that but if you would have made it more of a tomb Raider-y thing he could still right. have his powers um. And she could still be like the hero of the moment because it can be a teachable moment for her to be like, look, man, everything is not solved by punching people in the face. If we're going to make it through this temple, you're going to have to listen to me because I'm the one who's good at figuring out the puzzles or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and you could have done that. And I think that makes it a little bit more like meaningful uh, rather than like, no, I can also punch people like that's not as you know what I mean? That's not as like, it's just not as interesting, you know, it's not. Yeah. It's not. So that was that episode.
1: <laughs> that was that episode.
0: There, there wasn't a whole lot to it. Right. There wasn't. There wasn't a whole lot I was lot thinking to it.
1: about it while we were doing the stuff, and I was like watching the clock go for a recording, and I'm like, wow, we're really going on all the other <laughs> stuff. And then I realized, like, oh, that's probably a good thing because there really isn't a whole lot in this yeah, episode. Yeah. There's a lot of spoilers and a lot of connections in the mental hospital, and we can talk about that all day long. But mm-hmm. that's already been discussed ad nauseum
0: Already. So, what do you, so I guess we can, we can kind of lean towards wrapping it up here. Yeah, let's, let's wrap it up with some theories. What do you think is going on in the psychiatric thing that's going on?
1: I think Mm
0: -hmm.
1: part of me wants to believe that I think that what happened is he is in some sort of weird in between life. Obviously, he's in some sort of weird between life and death state. I think that Mm -hmm. hippo god might have something to do with it.
0: And Mm -hmm. I think
1: it's going to be a like, I've been watching you for a while from a distance. I couldn't mm-hmm. come meet you. This is the only way I could, like, you know, deal because I don't have an avatar. Right. So you need to figure your multiple situations out. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm here to help you do that because you need to have, you need to be able to f- talk face to face. Like, they, they, nothing will be solved for Moon Knight and the, and the DID if they can't talk face to face and come to an understanding. Yep. Now, I want to know what that third personality is very badly.
0: Yeah, I I think they're they're uh it's weird because they're teasing that but not really making a big deal of it, which no. I, it might that might be a mistake. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> like you kind of need to make that a bigger deal. Like of if you, course you do. If you could somehow go into your own consciousness and 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 walk around and visualize it, and you saw that there was a person, another personality in there that you were not aware of, oh, you'd yeah. be like, okay, this is. Objective number one. Yep,
1: we're so <laughs> figuring out what this, this thing. is. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Well, there goes my day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I just don't understand. Susan, clear my schedule. <laughs> yeah. Um okay. Um, i I actually looked up the um the hippo goddess in Egyptian uh the Egyptian oh, pantheon. Yes. Uh Ta- is the name. Um is Taurette. is the is the protective ancient Egyptian goddess of childbirth and fertility. So what's she doing there? I don't know. um is Layla pregnant? <gasps> uh I don't oh, know shit I don't know. I don't know that I, I, I don't know I don't know <laughs> um <laughs> uh so yeah, um she's a fertility goddess, so maybe uh, maybe oh hit me Layla could be pregnant that's one that's just one. I don't know that we've seen them have sex though. No, we have not. Okay.
1: So and it seems like they've been apart for long enough to where um she would not be.
0: Yeah, unless it was by somebody else. Oh. Um drama. No, um Stephen Grant. <laughs> Stephen Grant. Um the other thing um if if they're going with the fertility route, it she may be there to help guide Stephen and Mark through the birth of a new personality, which is that personality in there the you go. in the thing that's begin going on the murder spree. I think so. If it, my yeah, biggest that theory, personality is the
1: murder spree personality. Right.
0: So yeah, I guess that my theory for that personality is like, I think Mark has obviously stopped wanting to be Moon Knight a long time ago. Yeah, um, that's why he hasn't had control of the body in a long time. Uh, that's why he left What's-Her-Name behind. Um, and I think he uh, he used the fact that he has a split personality with Stephen to try to hide from Conchu. essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't make me do things if he can't talk to me, if I'm not in control of the body. Right. And exactly. I think um, Stephen also has a lot of repressed feelings and emotions and anger because he's not a very violent person. I think the, the other personality is a personality of both of their repressed anger and Rage. violence yes who is just i think he's just moon knight all the time yeah like he just is yeah. moon knight you know what i mean like yeah, he, there isn't a
1: point at which this person <laughs> is not ready to beat you yeah. within an inch of your
0: life in, in other words derek he is vengeance, <laughs> <I'm> vengeance. <laughs> yeah i think that's what it is i think he'll be um the the third personality it'll be it'll also be Oscar Isaac but it'll be a moon knight who's always in costume and no matter what and always ready to to party yes <laughs> um and i would love it if he has like i don't know what kind of accent he's going to have if he oh, does uh. um but it would be funny if he had like it'd be the funny if he a gravelly voice yeah a gravelly voice or like a like a cockney accent <laughs> All right. all right, what's all this then? All
1: right, what's all this then?
0: <laughs> like, that would be kind of funny. Yeah, but we already it's have like a, a British a, accent. That's true. That's true. So he'll probably be American, but that's fine. Probably be American.
1: Um, It'd be really funny if we'd like Stephen be like,
0: "Why's your
1: why's your voice all all deep and, <laughs> and soft and gravelly? What what are you talking
0: about? Yeah, this is how I talk. So we talk. This isn't how you guys talk.
1: Yeah, Mark and Stephen are both
0: like." No? no, that's not how anyone <laughs> talks. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's probably going to be something like that and I think yeah. the the symbolism of him being trapped in like trying to break out I think is an important thing.
1: I think it'd be fun if the other two personalities that are already there kind of mock him for being taking himself too seriously.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that <laughs> I think and I also like the idea that I hope they continue this that the sort of sh- the shadow realm that they're in is like a thing they congregate in constantly. Yes. Like I think that would be cool. That we can kind of cool. see them debate and stuff like that. Because I think that if um uh it would be a very cool, almost in the way that, like, John Favreau created the inside the Iron Man helmet view. Mm-hmm. I think yes. it would be cool to have that thing be like a, like they're inside their Voltron of, yes. of Moon Knight. You of know personalities. I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think that would be really cool to oh, see them arguing really over what to do next. You know what I mean? I think that would be very, very that cool. That
1: would be really cool. But there's always one that's in control. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that would yeah. be fun. I would like that. Yeah, so yeah. I think- Especially when Steven has control of the body and gets himself into a dicey situation, and then you've got, like, Mark Spector be like, Steven, give me the body! Give me the body! And you've got that other one, like, give me the friggin' body!
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I think, yeah, I think it's gonna be awesome. Like, I can really... And then it kind of ni- it kind of nicely rounds out, like, the trio. So if they have, like steven who's there to like provide the egypt knowledge and like all mm-hmm. the nerdy information stuff and yep. then you have mark who's there to like provide the sort of savvy street wise yep. kind of mercenary knowledge and then you have the muscle you know what yes. I mean? <laughs>
1: yes exactly the muscle is like, the perfect way to describe it
0: right <laughs> um also i think it's uh i think the reason that they're that the third personality is going to be a big deal, because I think what the the goddess towerette or whatever is there to sort of help guide the birthing process is, I think what they're going to realize is that in the I think what Harrow has figured out oh, I'm putting it together, hopefully they do this um, I Let's think wh- what Harrow has figured out is that once in uh, a god uh, imprints on you, and you become their avatar, it's like they from then on out it's kind of like, it's not as if They they take over your body, but they awaken something that's already dormant within you, and I think that's why he's able to do the Amit stuff, even though Amit is imprisoned, and Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be the same thing for for Moon Knight. Whereas like so, once they awaken the Moon Knight within them within themselves, themselves, um, they'll be able to summon the suit regardless of whether Conshu is around or not. And gotcha. I think that's, that's an important step for the character because yeah. I, it does become very arbitrary. If, like, you can just get imprisoned randomly by the other gods and you don't have powers anymore, then it's like, well, then how do we continue to have Moon Knight?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? No, totally.
0: So, yeah, I think if they uh, – hopefully they go that route. They may go in a completely yeah. different direction. Who knows? But that's my speculation. Yeah.
1: All right. I like it.
0: Cool. Any, uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Not really, man. We've got, what, two? How many episodes do we have left?
0: We have, yeah, six episodes total.
1: Yeah, so we have two episodes left.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: What if we go the entire rest of the season and they don't introduce the third personality (laughs) or we see Moon Knight again?
0: That would be infuriating and I would hate them for that.
1: Oh, me too. (laughs) Be one of those moments where I would call you and be like, So we're going to go burn their headquarters down?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so where I'd are you, Feige? I know you're just in. Just
1: walk in, start splashing gasoline around everywhere. People are like, What are you doing? We're like, I'm burning it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm burning it to the ground. Burning it to the ground. You guys made a mistake. No, no moon night in two
0: episodes. Nope. Mm. Can't if some- have that. Is <laughs> someone making popcorn? Smells good. <laughs> while he's dumping gas all over the desk. Exactly. Ooh, break room. Nice yeah. cliff bars. You
1: guys really have a nice one around here. Just splashing everywhere.
0: Derek, they have a yoga room. A room <laughs> to what? do a yoga. A yoga
1: room. Is it hot?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Let's go. We're find just shouting
1: out. at each other from across like <laughs> yeah. opposite sides of the
0: <laughs> with giant Google red campus. gas cans.
1: <laughs> just... I like. You can even upgrade it. We're not even doing that. We're more genteel with it. We're using one of those like. Self pump pressure backpack sprayers that they use to spray grass. <laughs> oh, yeah. And stuff like, that. <laughs> like exterminator We're just to backpacks? pump like, <laughs> sh- 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 <laughs> like, they have a hot yoga room? That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Spraying a person as they run by. Yeah.
0: Well, see you later and light a match.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's it for
0: me. Yeah. All right, dude. Uh, where can uh, people find you online?
1: Oh, you can find me at Cinephile84 on Instagram and uh, Derek underscore Nickel on uh, Twitter.
0: You can find me at Asan the DJ, at A H S O H N the DJ, across social media. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular on social media and at weeklyregular.com. We're with you every week to talk movies and all kinds of pop culture shit. Thank you, Derek, for joining me, and we will see y'all next week.